Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are back with part two of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And with me, as always, first on the screen tonight, my big brother, Rich. How you doing, big bro? First born, first on the screen, first in your hearts. <laughs> Well, firstborn between the two of us. You're, you weren't our parents' firstborn child. You're just older than me. <laughs> I'm the firstborn of the bros. You are the firstborn bro. You are the firstborn bro. So we are talking our possibilities for Team MVP. We were counting them down. We did a top five. Rich, to recap yours real quick, it was Juju Smith-Schuster. No, it was John Sherman Smith-Schuster. Okay. John Sherman Smith Schuster. Then it was Cameron Philip. Philip Hayward the second. No, I don't know. Um, so came Hayward is four. Se- not the second. Oh, no. <laughs> just mess with you. Um, the, um, then you had Micah Fitzpatrick three and Mickey Benjamin Todd Jr. Okay, and then Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger two. My yes. list went um, Roethlisberger five, Smith Schuster four. Devin Bush three, and I went out on the crazy limb of Najee Harris two. You know, just because I could see a scenario where it happens. Kind of like with Juju. We see a scenario where it happens. Does it mean Juju's most likely going to win it? No, but we see a scenario where he could. You know, he comes out, puts up a bunch of yards, kind of gets back to it. I could see it. Before we get to our number one, you know what? He said answer whenever. Now we'll go ahead and do it now. We've got, we've got we've got uh $10 in the tip jar. Thank you very much from Garrett Slingerland. Don't know that I've seen Garrett in the live chat before. I don't know if I have either. Um, 
Now, I would remember that because that's that's my youngest son's name is Garrett. He says, answer this whenever, but are you guys of the mindset that Najee needs to at least break Franco's rushing, rookie rushing record for this to be considered a successful season for him? I'm going to say no. No. What about you, Rich? No. He doesn't He doesn't have to do that to, to consider a successful season. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go ahead and say this. When Franco Harris did that and his rookie rushing record, oh, I cannot remember what it is. It was 12-something? Am I am I crazy there? You know, give me a second. I can tell you exactly what it is. Um, but I don't think that – even though – think about this. He's going to get three more games than what Franco did in 1972. Yep. So you could say that. So 1972, I got – I'll give you the exact number. Oh, no, I thought it was 1,200. It was 1,055. In nineteen in nineteen seventy two, one thousand and fifty five. He can I could see he, him. He can break that just because he gets three extra games. Yes, so he can. So I'm not saying he has to be successful. And the reason I'm saying that is because what I've been saying all along: running backs in the NFL miss games. It happens. They miss games. I did one entire stat geek about that and talked more about it. I mean, there was only. There was only 10 running backs last year that appeared in all 16 games that had at least 100 carries for the year, meaning that that weren't like your third running back options that were only getting special teams snaps. I mean, if you got 100 carries on the year and played yep. 16 games, there was 10 of them. Only Only two of them started all 16 games. You know, running backs miss time. That it's it's just the nature of the NFL now. So I would honestly, if I will say this, if if if, if Najee Harris plays fourteen games, I think that's really good for him. If he plays even more, then I think, you know, I'd like to say I'd love to see that record being in danger. But it really is going to depend an awful lot on the offensive line, isn't it? Yep. You know, if he's if he's get if he's got to get than last year. If he's got to escape three guys in the backfield, then he's going to be in trouble. But also, not just the offensive line. If the other team knows exactly where you're running it based on what you're doing, then it's going to be easier for them to get three guys in the backfield. So you've right. got to have a better scheme. You've got to have good blocking, and then he can make it happen from there. So, yeah. So that that's what that would be. So I I mean I could see him doing it, especially with the extra games. But I don't think that he has to to be a a, a, a successful rookie season. Because I could. Do you think I know we're, we need to get to number one, but we're kind of off on the on the on the Najee Harris route. Do you think they will they will treat him like they normally treat a running back and go bell cow, or do you think they're going to treat him like they normally do with a rookie and say, oh, we don't want to wear him out. I don't know either. I'm not sure what they're going to do. They've talked about him being the bell cow. Yeah. But I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I mean, how many times were they specifically like, uh, I mean, I saw it in a comment. I can't even remember what article it was on BTSC today about even Devin Bush was held back with some of his snaps towards the end of his rookie year because they didn't want to wear him out and things like that. So um, that, that, that that's going to be interesting. So. I'm just saying it's a possibility because 
if the Steelers had a fantastic running game and they had, and let's say James Conner was an 1100 yard rusher from last year. And then he left in free agency and they drafted Najee Harris and he comes in and duplicates it. I don't see him getting team MVP, but because it was so bad, if he comes in and makes a difference where he puts up those kind of yards, then I do. That's where I could see it. So rich, let's finish up this talk here. Do we even need to ask? No, number we one? don't. <laughs> we don't. We all know what's coming. We all know what's hold coming. Hold on. Hold on. Let's say it together on three correctly. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Trent, Trent Jordan, Jordan Watt. Watt. <laughs> We're off a microsecond. To me, Jordan was perfectly timed up for you. I know it wasn't. So, no. yeah, that's who... Here's the here's the the only thing with that is three seasons in a row. That might be the only thing holding him back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the dude's that good. <laughs> I'm looking back to see if they've. I mean, it's rare that they even have back to back. I know M- MVP. Like James Harrison was team MVP back to back in 2007 2008. Um. Then I'm going back. Heinz Ward was co-MVP in 2002 with Joey Porter and was MVP in 2003. So he was technically back-to-back. LeVon Kirkland was team MVP back-to-back, 98 to 99. Jerome Bettis was back-to-back right before that, 96, 97. Then going back, still um, still nothing because like Rod Woodson was MVP in 88 and 90, but in 89, it was Lewis Lips. So going back, you're not finding, Ooh. yeah, you're not finding a lot of guys back to back. Bradshaw was back, was back to back in 77, 78. Okay. Um, and that was all. And so no one's won it three times in a row. I think I'm trying to look if, if it was, if I'm trying to remember, because I'm, I'm trying to piece it all together. If, AB was like the first one to, to win it three times, period. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, Rod Woodson won, won it three times in 88, 90, and 93. But, you know, they were spread out. So that would be the biggest thing is, are they going to do it again? But if he's the best player on the field and he's playing basically every game and doing everything, then then that's what it's got to be, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. If he is, again, if he, if it looks like he is going to win NFL defensive player of the year, as he probably mm-hmm. should have last year, um, it's hard to then not make him your team MVP. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Now here's here, here's, this is why I did what I did. The reason I had put Najee Harris at number two was because I'm like, when guys are in line for something, if TJ Watts in line for defensive player of the year again, and Najee Harris is in line to be offensive rookie of the year, what do you think they do? Do you think they go co-MVP maybe? The only reason I say this is because MVP by the team is that's voted on before the end of the regular season. So that's one of those things that can actually help with these other awards. If you think about it, if they're like, Oh, well, if TJ Watt wasn't even his team MVP, why would he be defensive player of the year? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that factors into it all. Do you think that would? 
Nah. Nah. I think it would more defensive player of the year than it would rookie of the year. Because just because you're the best rookie in the NFL doesn't even necessarily mean that you're the best player on your team. True. You know? So that's what I think. So anything else you want to say about my I my other people that I considered were Cam Hayward, Mickey Fitzpatrick, who are on your list. I had Joe Hayden. If he pulls off a bunch of interceptions. But once again, I think that's going to be who's the cornerback opposite of him, and are they just going to stay away from Hayden? Yep. You know? Um, yeah. The the other two I considered were Devin Bush and um, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Okay, depending on who has – see, that's the reason I had I, – I couldn't put Juju any higher is because you've got so many wide receivers. Is there all of their production going to maybe keep one well, person – now. Correct. I knew I was going to go with a receiver. Then I just had to decide which one, and I knew they would be number five on my list because, as you said, all the receiving depth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yep. So, um, Garrett had a follow up. I'm going to bring up since he had paid ten dollars. I'm going to bring sure. up his follow up. He says that's why I was asking because there was other podcasts out there even saying if he doesn't get at least 300 touches and break the record, it's a bad season and a bad pick. I'm not saying that because, like I said. If people are expecting him to play in all 17 games, I think you're setting setting yourself up for failure. I mean, the only two running backs that had 100 attempts and and started 16 games last year were Derrick Henry and Devin Singletary. That was it. Okay. Now there were a couple other guys that were at 15, and you know, but they didn't even. But there wasn't, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, they're at 15 and they just didn't start because they started five wide. There was no one at 15 that had that played in 16 games. Okay. It didn't work out that way last year. I did this all on a stat geek. It was crazy the, the way it broke down. But bottom line is expect your running back to possibly miss some time. And I, and it's it's people that want to say James Conner missed too much. He didn't really miss any more time than the average running back. He just did, he didn't have that one season where he missed thirteen games. I mean, I mean, look last year Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. You could see, oh well, those guys played a lot of games before, but then you have that one season where you basically don't have them. You know, yep. so far the one exception has been Derrick Henry. Um. And a lot of people have compared Najee Harris, Najee Harris to Derrick Henry. But my thing is, and that's kind of how it's interesting going into that, the Steelers playing Tennessee late in the season, is he one of those guys that's carried the ball so much in his NFL career that he's due to end up missing some time? So it's just it's just how it goes. Any other closing thoughts you have on the subject? No, other than... I'm right. I wanted to put Percy Harvin on the list just for Jeff. <laughs> you mean Presley Harvin? Uh, that's what I meant. Presley. Yeah, I do that too. All I, you know what? I always want to call him Percy. I do too because of the old, old Percy. You know what's made me finally remember what it is? What? One, I constantly remember that it's not Percy. And two, I just think Elvis. We've yeah, got Elvis. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. So, hey, we're going to open it up for – we haven't been able to do this for a while because I talk too much. But we're going to open it up for about seven minutes or so of questions before we get to our one big question. Okay? So if you have a question you want to put in there, I can't promise to get to any of them. You can do the Super Chat feature. We're not asking for you to give money to us. Uh, but if you do, we will definitely bring it up. But some of these we'll just try to 
try to highlight some of them. If you have some questions, we'll talk about it and then we'll do our big question and, and call it a night. But, uh, it's nice to have some time, isn't it? Um, so I brought it up. You don't have to worry about the whole, Oh no. Um, we jump the gun thing like we do. Um, with, with me, it's way. funny. I didn't warn people I was going to do this before I put it out there, and then all I of a sudden it comes. Okay, okay, yep. awesome stuff. 1983 wants to know favorite Heinz Field food. Um, I don't get that much food at the stadium, but when I do, it's usually a Fox's pizza. Ah, that makes sense. You want to know mine? What's that? Popcorn? Nope, that's probably my second favorite. Gonna blow your mind. You ready? Go for it pepperoni rolls that you make and bring that i bring (laughs) with me because honestly i have never bought food in heinz field people probably say sacrilege and you know what i my biggest thing is i don't want to stand a line away for it i know i really don't want to so therefore i make sure we 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 typically get it on the we typically get on the way in if we're going to get yeah i get my bag of snatcher berlin barbecue chips no but i mean i mean Because when I've taken the kids, we've like gotten like yeah. fries and one of the small pieces, just kind of split it, yeah. just kind of snacky. That's and that's I, what we I should, I really should. But you know, especially with, if I have one of the kids with me, that would be um, a lot of fun. But that, that was a good question. Okay. Different oh, question. Under, I like different question. It says, is it likely that Ben doesn't finish the season? Um, I, I, I don't think it's likely. Yeah. Um, could it happen? Sure, it could happen to any starting week one starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I don't see Ben Roethlisberger necessarily playing all seventeen games. See, that's the answer to my question. I would say, do I think he finishes the season? I, if I had to bet, I would say yes. Do I think he? Do I think he plays in every game through the season? You know, even discounting just sitting out week 18. Oh, that still seems weird to say that. Um, I'm saying, and I said this early in the offseason, that I'm like, this is not a bad year that if Ben Roethlisberger, normally it would be like, oh, Ben's injured. Like last year, Ben Ben got dinged up in the Dallas game and he played through and did everything. I don't see, I don't see the Steelers maybe doing that this year. I see it, even if it's a tough game on their schedule, them saying, hey, if Ben's not, hundred percent. We need to get Ben a hundred percent. You know, I mean, yep. no one's a hundred percent of that, but if Ben's not even set, if Ben's only 75%, we need to get him closer to 90. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with Mason Rudolph because he might be our guy next year anyway. And that's assuming that he's the backup coming out of camp, which I am until we find out different, but I would yep. not be shocked to just say, Oh, you know, Ben's got an ankle. He's, he's not playing this week. Yeah, would not would not be wouldn't surprised. Sur- no, wouldn't surprise me either. Okay. So, all right, Steel Chick forty six wants to know what the Scobros are barbecuing for the holiday weekend. Burgers and dogs, probably here. I haven't thought that far ahead. I forget that it's a holiday. This is my kids' last week of school, um, so I'm just trying to get through that. Um, I have a cookout for my son's preschool on Thursday for the end of the year party. I've got to get through all that before I even think about the, the weekend. 
Um, well, that's assuming that I can barbecue based on the weather. I mean, it's supposed to be 50 degrees and raining here yeah, on Saturday. It's supposed to be 60s and raining here on Saturday. But uh, I actually had a grilled venison steak tonight before I uh, went to my softball game. So had a good marinade going on. And um, it's it's good. I, I, I make oh, bigger steaks. Marinade too. The, the other thing I might do is I um, might do some chicken speedies. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Gyro wants to know: Do you think Zach Banner? Do you think a Zach Banner touchdown will happen this year? No. Two thumbs because, down. Yep. He's your. Won't he's, he's a. He's a starter. He's not your eligible anymore. You yep. know what would be really cool? A big Dan Moore touchdown. That's what I would there like to see. Because if he's your, you know, he could be. Are they going to do the jumbo package with Matt Canada? We don't even know. Honestly, don't even know. I don't even. I, I would. I would not like to see it because I would like the Steelers to be running the ball when you're not telegraphing your running the ball. That's just. Yep. You know me. Okay. Um, Andrew Wilbar wants to know what position battles most intriguing to you guys. Jeff Hartman and I have been um, um, outlining some of these through camp. What do you think? Most in, most intriguing one to me. Yep. Center. Absolutely. Same here. Okay. Yeah. Center. So can the and, rookie win? Can the can the can the rookie win that? Spot and and in an article that I did this afternoon, which was oh man, PFFs give me so many different lists, and you know we cover them, and I give my disclaimer. You know you can take what PFF says for however you want to take it, but I I at first I was just going to do the guards, but then I combined to do the interior offensive line because out of the top thirty two centers in the league, they had Kendrick Green as number twenty three, and this is a guy coming out of co- that played four games at center in college. But because they think he'll win the job for the Steelers, you know, that's where they had him. So they think he's athletic. And they said they thought they saw a lot of improvement in his college scores from PFF uh, as he went on. So so here's another one um, coming from fa- Facebook. Brian Blackstock. Will Frermuth jump right in and be an excellent red zone target for Ben? Um. Or am I going to give a Dave answer? I got a Dave answer for I'm you. Go, I have <laughs> actually. Can I give you my Dave answer? Yeah. Take red zone out of there, and I'm probably saying, yeah, he could hop right in and be a good target for Ben. There's no guarantee he's going to be a red zone. Yeah. My yeah, answer. He's going to get any more in the red zone than elsewhere. So I'm taking a different angle. You went okay. red zone that you focused on, and why you're saying that might be a no. I'm going to say no because of the words jump right in. Gotcha. I think that he will be, but I don't think he's going to be till the second half of the season. Okay. Just based on everything else. Gotcha. You know, I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but that's just what I would foresee. Okay. Um, I love this next question. I love this one. Yeah. <laughs> Russ wants to know, can Russ find Dave at a game this year? Cause I, cause I couldn't attend Dolphins game two years ago. I kept telling him where I was. I was sending him messages and everything, but he was dealing with some physical issues and couldn't really, uh, you know, just needed to get to a seat and stay there and stuff like that. But that'd be great, Russ, if we could get together with you. Um, I will let people know when I'm going to be at a game and I still have to get permission from one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman to go to games because of all the work I have to do otherwise with the site, but uh, they're pretty good with that, that they'll be able to do it. Okay. Um, Andrew wants to know which Steelers receiver is the most trustworthy in fantasy football. Um, probably Deontay Johnson. That's what I was going to say. Even though the other two were, I considered more for team MVP. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, most consistent week in, week out to put you up fantasy points is probably Deontay. Targets, because he gets so many targets, because yep. he's so good at getting separation. It's going to be interesting to see how they line them all up this year. Honestly, I would say, like, from a person who does fan duel, that, you know, do, doing the daily fantasy and you can get stuff cheap. Every time I'm like, oh, James Washington is really cheap. I think maybe he can come out and have a breakout game. Every time I would, he'd get no receptions. So I'm like, I'm going to stop playing him because I want to see him catch the ball. Okay. Um, oh, this is a good question from Awesome Stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome Stuff 983 says, who snaps are you looking forward to in preseason? Mason or Haskins? I want to give the Dave answer here of both. Um, but I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and say Haskins. Um, you know, we picked him up on the cheap to see if we could turn him into, you know, pull somebody off the scrap heap that was, you know, a high draft pick. Tommy and, Maddox. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Some someone who wasn't gonna be the guy somewhere and then made him the guy um yeah. so I'll be interested to see if how he's progressing um if at all yeah yeah i'm interested in seeing mason for sure because he could be the guy next year if it's not ben but honestly as much as i want to see both of them i'm going to say haskins just because it's the unknown i don't even have him on my 53 to start because yeah. i just don't know some people were like, oh, he could be. Yes, he could be. But that's why I'm not. I would rather be pleasantly surprised than overly disappointed. I'm just right. setting myself up for that. That's why. Um, this one, quickly. Um, Gyro wants to know, which do you think is more likely to happen? Najee winning Rookie of the Year or TJ winning Defensive Player of the Year? TJ. I'm going to go TJ as well. Um, I think they're. I think they both have a good chance, though. But um, TJ should have won it. He probably last year. I don't have a problem with them dealing with Aaron Donald because they were the two of them were neck and neck. The year before is when he really should have won it and did not. Okay, Dusk Thunder Nine wants to know: Was Matt Cannon an improvement over Randy by default? We can answer that together yes. in three, two, one. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, yes. Patricia wants to know why haven't they signed Kendrick Green? It could just simply be. His agent has been, you know, it depends on the agent. You don't know. Yep. His agent could have been busy with somebody else or something. Um, all these contracts, they everything's basically set, especially the first year. Um, their signing bonus is set by their draft pick. The only thing that really comes out to it is how you structure some of the later years with guaranteed money or things like that. Um, it, it just, it is what it is. It's a formality. It'll be done soon. So don't lead into if you see one more, we can do one more. There's the saw, next one. I jumped. Okay. Donald Nolan wants to know will Cassius Marsh end up as the third OLB behind Watt and Highsmith to start the season, or will we not even make the roster? I'm ready to answer. Do you want me to go, go ahead? First? Yeah. Somewhere in between. I have him as the number four making the roster because he is a really good special teams player. You can't argue that he wasn't a good special teamer for the Steelers last year in his limited action. You saw him out there making a difference on special teams. Yeah. I would, I'm hoping that Q from the U is the guy that's ready to step in. If he's not, I, and, or if the Steelers, you know, word was they were in the running for Ryan Kerrigan. They, they don't have, they honestly don't have much cap space people. That's an article I'm doing later. Because they have cap space, but they're going to need most of like all of that cap space, and they don't have great options to get more cap space. Um, 
when I'll when I'll talk about those options because people are like, right. oh well, you could restructure to it. It's right. no, that is a difficult thing to do. I'm but, cutting you off because there's just, only one more question in here. Okay, and so you're going to but that all I, I was find going to say about that was I could see them picking up another another outside linebacker, but it might not be now. It might not be till cutdowns. Is what I gotcha. Okay, there you go. Does Shakur Brown and Gilbert, two UDFAs, make the roster? Um, that's tough for both of them to make it. Yeah, it does. Um, I could see one of them. I would see them definitely being practice squad guys. If not, um, it really is going to depend on how they show out in the preseason. But I could see it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. Someone, ra- I you have to do one more question when they raise their hand. Okay, Who just it's not, it's not going to work next time. But Felicia, hey Felicia, raised her hand. Said, "Hey, Dave, Dave, Dave. Felicia." Okay, will James Washington ever get a chance to really shine on the field, or not just flashes here and there? I feel we're just wasting his rookie years. Um, this is kind of a you know do or die time for James Washington with the Steelers. Yeah, it really is. Um, it really is. I would love to see him do well, but. James Washington, the biggest question is, is he the right fit for the Steelers? Could he be a better fit somewhere else? I don't know. I'd love to see him shine more. We say that, but you got to remember, in 2019, he led the Steelers in receiving. He really did. It's just the way he does it. He's not a big, flashy player. He's grandpa strong. Sound good, Rich? Sounds good. Okay. We are going to do our big question. Okay? Quickly. And we kind of know what it's going to be, but I'm going to take one away from you. You ready? I'm going to take one away. Um, not TJ Watt. If it's not TJ Watt, who's the Steelers MVP this season? Okay, I will have it up when you see it come up there. Rich, put, who's your, put it up. Who's your Steelers MVP this season if it's not TJ Watt? Then it's then I got a number two on my list and it's BTR. Okay, you're saying Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Yeah. I'm I'd love to go to number two on my list, but he's got to come out of his come. Go and show me that. Then he shouldn't have been number two on your list. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. Yes, it is. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's the possibilities. They have to actually play. to You play to win the game. They've got to show up and play. Okay. TJ Watt could have something happen to him and him not play half the season. Then he's not your, your MVP. You could always say that something like that. So that's why I'm going to say, if not, um, let's go. Let's go. Uh, outside the box, I'll go Devin Bush. Okay, so here's the question out there. Who's your Steelers MVP other than T.J. Watt? I didn't put that in the question. I hope that's not a big thing because T.J. Watt would be easy for everyone. Okay, uh, Andrew Wobar says Presley. Presley Harvin. Okay, Gyro says Claypool. We're getting we're getting lots of sarcasm because I think everyone wants T.J. Watt because we get Steelers Pittsburgh saying Jalen Samuels. Okay, Steel Chick forty six says Chase Claypool. Okay, Stacy Lynn says Najee Harris. So yeah, okay. I'm saying if Najee Harris does, even Just, if T.J. has a great season, uh, you and I will if he argue does about this thing, off the air. Yeah. Okay. Ron says Najee Harris. Brian says Najee Harris. Kevin Kevin says Najee Harris. Okay. Uh, pa- pa- Patricia says Chase Claypool. Awesome stuff. Ninety eight three says Devin Bush. Okay. Um, Brad says he's late to the party, but he says Devin Bush MVP or, or Steelers MVP. Okay. Um, Faceless man says Minka. Okay. Clarence Washington says Deontay Johnson. 
Okay. So does Donald Noland. So does Dusk Thunder. Three straight Deontay Johnsons there. Okay. Oh, Felicia's answer. <laughs> yes. Felicia says Matt Canada. Honestly, if Matt Canada is the MVP, the Steelers are having, you know what I'm saying? Then the Steelers are having the a great The Steelers season. had a heck of a year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bully Mob Kennel says Minka. Bernardo says Chase Claypool. Um, and Andrew Obar says, Harvin wasn't that sarcastic, Dave. No, when I said sarcastic, it was the Jalen Samuels is what I meant by. Um, uh, no one you know says Juju. Whoop, I missed Jerry Cherry Band. I skipped on me. Says Highsmith. Bob Yeager didn't, must not have heard the whole question because he said TJ Watt. We said other than Watt because he is by far the odds on favorite. Okay. Awesome stuff. Also throughout, he said, or Hayden to go with his um, Devin Bush answer. All of those make sense. Notice it doesn't often go to a defender. I and I that's why I still almost went Harris. I can see Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Nobody else has said that for you, Rich. Just thought I'd go you. Um, Chaz says, hopefully Harris, but it would be awesome to see Claypool. Okay. Um, honestly, if it's an offensive player not named Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. The chances are the Steelers are having a pretty good year because you know the defense is solid, you know, because they've got so many players. But if you have someone and it's you're not just giving it to your quarterback by default that's stepping up on the offense, then that means they're probably having a pretty good year. Okay, Feasus Man says Cam, uh, and then Dust Thunder says Sutton, and I'm pretty sure he meant Hayward. Okay, so um, pretty good stuff here. Anything else you okay? Um, oh, he did clarify to say. Hayward, which I assumed. Okay. Um, and then Jerry Cherry Band says, I think it's Ben for real. Thank you, Jerry okay. Cherry Band. Which I could see that. Okay. Absolutely. Especially, you know, really depends on how the season goes. All this depends on how the season goes. It really does. But um uh, make sure, hey, if you're listening now, if you're here live on YouTube or Facebook and you're not tuned into the audio podcasts and you're missing the regular scheduled morning podcast, you are not, you are missing out. You are not in the running right now for the BTSC swag that through our breaking tees that does the t-shirts for us, you'd be able to pick out something for free by winning our contest. We are giving clues on the morning podcasts. That is Monday. It was uh, Jeff Hartman's last ride uh, Tuesday today. It was, um, Michael Beck, Mike, live Mike tomorrow, Wednesday, or if you're listening to this on Wednesday, already happened. Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride. I'll have a clue on Thursday with Stat Geek. Jeff will give you the last one on Friday. You figure out the code, you figure out the clues, you send it in, you do what Jeff had you to do, and you could be the one that gets a free. I mean, I mean, I think you can even do the sweatshirts, which are pretty nice. So make sure you're checking that out. Check out our podcast and make sure you're, you are going to behindthesteelcurtain.com. Checking out everything. We've got the trying to compile the info for you for OTAs, lots of breakdown, all kinds of good stuff. Rich, anything else you want to say here um, as an overall for the show tonight? No, just, yeah. Thanks for putting up with the two bros being bros <laughs> back and forth tonight. Now, Rich is grumpy because I couldn't start on time. So he's been that way all evening. I'm grumpy because I haven't had dinner yet. We had an extra 20 minutes. You should have had it. So, but uh, hey, Rich, guess hey, what? Hey. We're about what? ready to sign off, and you can then go eat dinner. Can't wait. Anatomy of an ad. 
Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.